back to Down to Mars and happy May. We are officially in my birthday month. <laughs> I had to say it. I'm super excited. I got a birthday in about eight days. Um, so I can't wait to celebrate with my friends and family. Lots to talk about today, so let's dive in. We'll begin with our shooting star of the day, Madam C.J. Walker, one of my favorite entrepreneurs. During the 1980s, Walker suffered hair loss. This was a common problem at the time because indoor plumbing was less common. People washed their hair infrequently. This left their scalps vulnerable to bacteria and lice. Walker experimented with homemade treatments and eventually created a formula that she called Madam C.J. Walker's Wonderful Hair Grower. After changing her name to the more recognizable Madam C.J. Walker, she traveled around the country promoting her hair care tips and products to African-American women. Her knack for self-promotion made her one of the most famous African-Americans of her time and a very successful businesswoman who owned multiple homes. She is one of America's first self-made female millionaires. Also, did you know that as her wealth grew, Walker donated generously to African-American causes. She also took pride in employing thousands of hair culturalists, female customers who helped sell her products. One of my favorite quotes from Madam C.J. Walker is, I had to make my own living and my own opportunity, but I made it. Don't sit down and wait for the opportunities to come. Get up and make them. Our shooting star of the day is Madam C.J. Walker. Our tech topic for today is democratizing data science. Earlier last week, I did a vlog talking about democratizing data science and how this can potentially drive innovation. So in the last couple of weeks, I've participated in several roundtable discussions around Milwaukee's tech scene. And one question that really stood out to me was, how do we go about encouraging innovation, especially in larger tech companies? Now, larger tech companies deal with the age-old, no pun intended, problems of dealing with legacy processes or we've always done it that way mentality. So this obviously makes it difficult to keep up with the rapid pace of advancing technology. Now, I feel that democratizing data science could potentially spur innovation. And here's why. Most new innovation technologies that are disruptive or transformative involve leveraging big data and artificial intelligence. Data science is really hot right now. So it's one of the hottest jobs around, really. But the problem is that even though data science is a hot job, there is a huge talent gap. And so to mitigate this issue, I believe that teams and companies need to democratize data science. But what does this mean? Really, education or automation. Educate people on teams that are not typically considered data science experts, quote unquote. Um, Educate them with the fundamentals of data science and then provide them with the resources necessary to automate much of the task that the experts do. Nowadays, there are so many tools that provide end users with either low to no code services or graphical user interfaces, drag and drop modules, and other user-friendly structures to help either IT or non-technical staff to really accelerate artificial intelligence app development and delivery. So 
I would suggest that you Google Graph Lab Create. That's a tool that I find to be amazing, and I use to spin up quick data science POCs myself. So there are tools that offer uh, pre-trained artificial intelligence models. So these solutions can really cut the time and effort required for training or even start producing specific insights right away. So pre-trained models are available for use cases that are around um, image, video, audio, and even text analysis. So um, think about sentiment analysis, sales opportunity workflow automation, customer service, um, interactive advertising. So there are already pre-trained AI models out there that people can leverage. By equipping teams with the resources necessary from education, so accelerating learning, to automated tools, you can really mitigate the talent gap issues and further accelerate innovation. Last point is that great data science initiatives don't just happen by hiring tech talent, but making sure that there are people who can truly speak to the data and really understand the data. This is what Nest. This is what I believe is necessary in order to produce optimal results. Democratizing data science accelerates innovation. The end. <laughs> okay, so today we're here with Ginny Katz. How you doing? Good, how are you? I'm fantastic. And I'm also very excited about all the amazing things that are going on in the city around tech. I thought to pull you in so that you could share a little bit about what you have planned uh, for early May. But before we dive into that, I'd like for you to share, who is Jenny Katz? Sure. So, um, Jenny Katz, I have been in Milwaukee for about 17 years. I am not a native of Milwaukee. When I first came here, I thought, oh, three years, I'm going to get my experience and jump back out and go experience the rest of the world. Well... 17 years later, I'm still here. So I fell in love with the city, absolutely fell in love with the city. So um, still live within Milwaukee, and our kids go to Milwaukee Public Schools. Um, it's just, it's fantastic. And the growth that Milwaukee has done since I first moved here is just, it's amazing. Yes. So. So I was born and raised and educated here in Milwaukee, and that's probably why I am so invested in seeing Milwaukee reach its full potential. And I'm just loving how I can see how the city's just moving up. So I live downtown and just watching how the old Bucks Arena has gone away and the new one has uh, came about. It's just been really amazing and motivating to me. And Taking a look at all of the amazing momentum in Milwaukee's tech scene, or the Milky Way as I like to call it, which I have to plug, is Jet Constellation's initiative to brand Milwaukee as the Milky Way, the most inclusive tech hub in the nation. Just getting to see and witness how Milwaukee is diversifying its tech scene is just so encouraging to me and inspiring. And it's really good to see. And one thing that I want to ask you is how did you get into tech? Because I feel like so many people, especially underrepresented minorities, think that the road to tech is, you know, there's just a specific way and, and maybe just linear. And while that might be the case for you, 
I still think it's really important for people to share their stories on how they got into tech so that we can start to build different perspectives. So that's that's interesting. Um, actually, when I was in high school, they offered a coding class. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. What did you go through? Yeah, you probably have never heard of it. <laughs> um, up in Altoona, okay. um, very small suburb of, I guess a suburb of okay. Eau Claire is where we went. And okay. we had a coding class there. And um, it was a male teacher, and he was actually my softball coach as well, and just always very encouraging. And so I took it, and it was fun and exciting, um, but that's not what I wanted to go into at all. No, nope. Um, physical therapy is really what I wanted to go into, and I got into college, and I got my first C in a class, and I thought, oh, my gosh, life is over. I can't do this. <laughs> right? Right? You're like, what was I freaking about? Um, so what ended up happening at that time is my mom was like, computers are it. She's like, go into it. And I thought, yeah, yeah. Not, you know, at that time, you're like, oh, mom, you don't know what you're talking right, right. about. Even though I'm listening in the back mm-hmm. of my head. And that's really how I ended up in computers. I can thank my mom for it. Yeah. yeah and um, went into computers. And now looking back at it, um, I was one of the only females in my computer science courses. And as the courses moved up into harder and harder um, coding classes, I was the only, the woman, the only one. And um, looking back at it now, you know, you have a little bit more grit, I think, when you're younger. Yes. And you just go. Yeah. And... And that's what I did. I, I went um, computer science, information systems, and got my first job here in Milwaukee right out of college. I interned. Okay. Yeah, I interned before that, um, but came to Milwaukee, and I'm like, and that's where I thought, oh, I'm just going to be here a couple of years. Yeah. And out. So mine was kind of unexciting, very traditional, mm-hmm. linear. Um, my two partners. Uh-huh. On the other side, um, Patricia has a more linear, but Cynthia, mm-hmm. her undergrad's in psychology. So I can definitely relate. Uh, so my parent, my father, actually, he was the one that encouraged me to get into STEM. At the time, I didn't even know what STEM was uh, or computer science. And so I was, you know, really surprised to find that I would need as many classes to graduate with a degree in computer science, as many math classes as someone who had a math minor. And guess who wasn't good at math? So I was very shocked to find that that was one of the requirements. And I had initially, my major was in international politics. So I don't think there's anything further from computer science sometimes. Um, And so it was just quite the journey for me getting into STEM. And uh, yeah, quite the journey. So Jenny, what would you say was one of your barriers? Just being a woman in computer science, what were some of the barriers that you were faced with? And how did you navigate that? Um, I think being, I, I wouldn't say trusted, but always having to prove yourself over and over and not be given the, oh, you can go write the documentation or the training manual, but actually being trusted to, yes. for your knowledge yes. and brought in for your knowledge. So um, Patricia and Cynthia and I started up our own business, mm-hmm. and it's called Lift Up 
MKE, and it's really to create that environment for women in technology is really our main goal. Um, Lift Up MKE is really to focus on reducing the gender gap that's out there in tech and bringing people back into technology. I think a lot of people focus on the pipeline yeah. of technology, mm-hmm. the STEM, the K through 12, the yeah. college. But once you get in, what keeps you there? So our focus is um, once you get into the career, how to keep you there. But if you left, how to get you back. So if you decided to stay home and take care of a family or if you have parents who are sick or if you have medical issues and or maybe you just got sick of the environment, stepped away, well, now you're seeing you want to come back. You miss it. You need it. And you're away. If you're away from STEM or uh, computer science for longer than three months, you're already behind. So our program is really to retrain and to reskill to get you back out at the level that you've earned. So um, reskilling you in leadership skills um, and then also reskilling you in, in technology. A lot of it's the same as what they left as. It's a taxonomy. Yeah. And it moves so fast as yeah. how do you get caught up on that? And then how do you dig a little bit deeper into maybe their passion? So, Jenny, tell us about the May 4th and 5th event, Hack a Pipeline. I'm so excited for you to share with the listeners this amazing upcoming event. So it is Milwaukee's first ever all-female and non-binary hackathon. It's fantastic. Um, So it's full weekend, but we also allow people to take breaks and go home and sleep. So it's not your typical hackathon. So (laughs) Right? And people are always like, if you're not in the tech world, what's a hackathon? Right. And it's like, well, it's a place where you bring your ideas Mm -hmm. and you watch them come alive. And people think, oh, my gosh, you have to be a, a, a hacker to be in it. Nope. We're going from novice all the way to professional. So we have a really good range of people coming in. We have people that are brand new into tech that will just be more of the idea generator, visionary, kind of helping organize the teams going forward to people who have been in technology for 15 years, 20 years, who have been coding and doing different sides of technology as well. Well, awesome. Awesome. It sounds like it's going to be an amazing event. I can't wait to judge all the awesome projects that come from this hackathon. Um, and to all the listeners, if you're interested in being a participant, uh, make sure you Google Lift Up MKE or go to Eventbrite and query Lift Up MKE to find their event. Hack a Pipeline will be May 4th through the 5th. It's an incredible event, and um, I'm so glad that it's happening because it's much needed in our community today. Big thanks to Jenny Ketz, one of the founders of Lift Up MKE, for sharing about her journey in computer science and talking to us about her new startup. I'm very excited to be serving as a judge at the very first all-women and non-binary hackathon event. It's definitely creating a lot of buzz in the Milky Way, that's for sure. Speaking of the Milky Way, this past Saturday, we had our first community event, the Milky Way Tech Hub Meetup. We came together at the Sherman Phoenix to discuss how we can continue to work as a community to ensure Milwaukee is the most inclusive tech hub in the nation. I'm thrilled to see the growing Milky Way ecosystem. Our next meetup will be May 25th, 
Make sure you follow our social media platform to stay up to date on what's going on in the Milky Way Tech Hub. That's all we have for you today. As always, give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook, Jack Constellations, and Down to Mars podcast pages. Down to Mars podcast functions as a platform for Jack Constellations Milky Way initiative to rebrand Milwaukee as the Milky Way Tech Hub, a tech hub that thrives on diversity. If you are interested in supporting diversity in tech, please donate by visiting our website at downtomarsmke.com. Until next time. <laughs>